Hey, friends. Welcome to episode 186 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. And if you've been a fan of the show for a while, you might have picked up on the fact that I am a big picture thinker. I love zooming out and getting a bird's eye view of projects, scenarios, situations, whatever. When it comes to looking at the big picture versus zeroing in on the details, I tend to be team big picture all the way. But I've found that when we spend time diving into the parts of life or the perspectives that might make us a little uncomfortable, that we've got some huge opportunities for growth. That's why this week we're zooming in, way in, on the tiniest building blocks of time management. We're talking about habits, all of the little micro movements and small, sometimes imperceptible actions we take throughout our days. And we're going to connect those little bitty habits to our big picture time management. Writer Andy Dillard said, how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. And you know, I love that thought so much. And if we take it a step further, we could also say the habits that we form, both good and bad, determine how we spend our days. And since how we spend our days is how we spend our lives, it follows that we should be as intentional as we can about the habits that we allow into our lives. So if you're looking for a dialed-in way of building better time management habits, keep listening to find out what truly makes something a habit. We're also going to talk about how daily habits connect with time management. You'll hear how you can build habits that support intentional time management and a few of my favorite time management resources to help you get there. And because I know you're trying to make the most of your time and you're probably listening in the car while you're running errands or maybe you're doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 186. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. So before we talk about why habits can have such a big impact on our lives, we need to know what they are and why they're important. If you look it up in the dictionary, you'll find something along the lines of something you do every day or things you're prone to repeating. And those definitions are 100% true. Habits are those things we do each and every day, whether good or bad, like drinking your coffee on the way to work, brushing your teeth, reading your kids a bedtime story, or waiting until the last minute to fold your laundry because it's your least favorite chore. Habits 
shape our entire lives, whether we realize it or not. And often we just don't realize it because they're so ingrained into our routines. Without a doubt, our habits shape our lives. In fact, studies show that we spend around 40% of our day, almost half of our day, just doing habits on autopilot. We can have bad habits like biting our nails, good habits like going for a jog every morning, or neutral habits like waiting to fold the laundry, if it's not bothering anybody, that is. Habits are the nearly invisible building blocks of our daily life. And if they make up such a large portion of our daily lives, we want them to be mainly good habits, right? But what exactly makes a habit good? The truth is there's no top 100 best habits list or anything like that. Like many of the building blocks of better time management, this isn't a one-size-fits-all thing. I know it's easy to want to just copy the habits of people like CEOs, millionaires, successful and creative people, anyone you look up to really, and assume that as long as you follow that path, as long as you do what they do and have the habits that they have, that we'll see the same success. But what works for one person might not work for someone else. And when we're out living our own lives with our own schedules and our own priorities, trying to cookie cutter someone else's lifestyle just isn't really going to work for us. There are plenty of resources out there that will tell you that the key to success is to wake up at 5 a.m. or exercise every day or only work five hours a day or four hours a week. I could go on, but the truth of the matter is that, yes, those individual things can get you there, but those habits won't stick if they aren't working for your life. That's why the real key to time management success and building better habits, habits that actually stick, is to know yourself and know what you value. Then you can choose the habits and strategies to get you where you want to go. Gretchen Rubin's book, Better Than Before, does a great job sharing this idea that knowing ourselves, what makes us tick, how we make decisions, all that good stuff, is key to finding habit-sticking strategies that will work. If you're not really sure where to start in getting to know yourself better, personality assessments are a great place to begin. The Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, Clifton Strengths, even Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies There are so many options out there, and I'll link several down in the show notes for you to check out. Oh, and I also have a quiz to help you figure out your time management personality. Find out whether you're a mover and shaker, an architect, an optimist, or a firecracker. I'll definitely link that too. So why do these personality assessments work for making habits that stick? Well, sometimes it's hard to step outside of ourselves and see our strengths and see our gaps. Or for some people, it may be hard to articulate how they feel, what they're struggling with, time management-wise or otherwise. And these assessments can help bring those things to light. Plus, personality assessments and the in-depth reports that come with them can give you the words to describe yourself in ways that you might not have thought of on your own. All of my one-on-one time management coaching clients and the members inside the Next Level Life Accelerator are invited to take the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, the MBTI. 
And having those results is almost like having a shortcut to the strategies that'll work best for each individual. Then, once you've learned about yourself, it's time to figure out what you value. I know this all sounds like a lot of introspective work, but trust me, friends, you need to do this first before you start diving into those habits. Again, those time management habits can't stick if they aren't a good fit for you and what makes you tick and how you think. Now, if the thought of figuring out your personal core values sounds big and intimidating, I can promise you that it doesn't have to be. Chances are you're already doing a pretty good job of living your values because you probably feel that tug or imbalance when your time and your priorities don't match up. And when you're living in alignment with your values, everything just kind of flows. Life just feels right. Use those feelings as an indicator of what you truly value. Articulating your values can be as simple as jotting down a list of words and phrases that resonate with you. You can create a priority list. And your words, your list of values doesn't even have to be incredibly deep. And it can change from season to season or it can be steadfast and consistent. It truly is up to you. When we honor our values day in and day out, living a life with intention becomes a habit. We experience fulfillment, decisions are easier, and soon those good habits run on autopilot. And when you know your values, you can begin to create a system for making your habits stick that really work for you. Most of the time, the reason why a habit loses traction isn't because you're lazy or a failure. It's because you didn't have the right system in place, one that truly aligns with your lifestyle and core values. That's why it's important to do this values work first. And remember, system is just a fancy word for routine, and a routine is a collection of habits. Remember, it all comes down to habits. Here are a few strategies you can try to build a collection of habits that support the way you want to spend your time. First, when things aren't going so well, examine why your habits aren't sticking. If you look up and realize that a habit you're trying to implement just isn't sticking, first, cut yourself some slack. It's okay. Rarely do we get things right the first time. Second, Take a close look and ask yourself why it isn't sticking. What's getting in the way? What feels hard? Where's the friction? Where do you keep forgetting? What do you see going wrong? Taking a close look at why your habits aren't sticking can help you identify any potential pitfalls and then help you get ahead of them. For example, if you want to install the habit of getting up early, do you foresee anything that could be a challenge to overcome? Is there a day of the week that's particularly busy and causes you to go to bed a bit later? Knowing what could be a roadblock can help you better climb over it and keep going. Second, try habit stacking. Habit stacking is a pretty simple habit formation technique that can be successful for just about anyone. Just add the new habit before or after an existing habit. Kind of like taking your vitamin right after you brush your teeth or saying a bedtime prayer right after you turn out the light. Habits, even though they're already small to begin with, 
can be broken down into three even smaller parts. Each habit has a cue, a routine, and a reward. The cue is what triggers your brain to do the habit. It's the thing that reminds you or that kicks off the chain reaction of doing the habit. The routine, that's the habit. That's the thing that you do. That's brushing your teeth or saying the bedtime prayer, going for the run, reading the bedtime stories. And then the reward is how you feel after, the internal or the external reward that takes place after you do the habit. Whenever you pair a new habit with an existing habit, that existing habit becomes your cue, which then helps you follow through with a new habit until the new habit becomes autopilot for you. Overcoming the temptation to revert back to old habits or bad habits is one of the hardest things in building better ones, but actively fighting that temptation helps you grow and eventually flex that new habit muscle. And number three, if you feel like you're constantly getting tripped up or discouraged, remember to take it one day at a time. Just like Rome, habits are not built in a day. It can actually take up to three months for some habits to stick. And contrary to popular belief, there is not some magic number of days like 21 or 64 or 75 or whatever that add up to build a habit. Remember, no one size fits all here. People are different. Habits are different. So it's not realistic to think that in a week or even in 21 days that you'll have it all down pat. So give yourself some grace, my friend. And in the meantime, try breaking up the habits that you want to form into smaller steps. Maybe you want to start waking up earlier to have some peace and quiet before the rest of the family's awake. You don't have to immediately jump to getting up at 5 a.m. if you usually get up at 8 You can try 7.45 first and adjust to that, and then 7.30, and then 7, and so on until you reach the time that you want. Those small steps really can add up over time. Remember, habits are created over time, not overnight. And finally, know that you don't have to do this thing alone. You don't have to figure it out alone. If you work through all of this and you still find that you're not too sure about what your values are, and how to turn those values into day-to-day habits, then I have something that can help. My new book, Time Management Essentials, is all about showing you how to manage your time based on what matters most to you. It's values-based time management instead of time management for the sake of just getting more stuff done in less time. It's like a step-by-step roadmap that teaches you how to take charge of your time. You don't have to go at this time management thing alone. I'm here for you, and I would love to be your guide. So head over to timemanagementessentials.com to grab your copy and more than $500 in bonuses to help you learn, apply, and take action on everything you read inside the book. As always, you can find links to all the resources and links mentioned, plus a summary of today's episode over in the show notes. This episode's show notes can be found at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 186. All right, that about wraps it up. I hope you have a great week, friends, and I'll see you in the next episode. 
Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.